White Sox fans, welcome into the Sox on Tap post-game show presented by On Tap Sportsnet. It's Johnny Nani here alongside Tony Marchese. Unfortunately, discussing another White Sox loss here. Tony, first of all, how you doing this Saturday evening, afternoon? Johnny, I'm doing all right, all things considered. It's it's good to be on a post-game show with you. First one for, for you and I this season. Uh, I know you were riding with Steve yesterday. You guys talked about a loss, um, and we're going to do the same thing uh, today. But uh, I'm going to crack a crack a beer, and, and we'll get right into it. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm going to have a little iced coffee. I need a little caffeine boost before we get our Blackhawks fix on later this evening. So uh, cheers. Wish I had a little Bailey's in that, and I, I was a little oversight on my part. Didn't pour that in there beforehand, but uh, we trudge on here at Sox on Tap. So uh, before we get started, dive into this game, the 6-4 uh, White Sox lost to the Astros. Make sure you go and subscribe to On Tap Sportsnet on YouTube so you don't miss any live shows. Also, all of our great shorts and video clips that come out from these episodes and any Chicago sports team that you like to follow. It's all there on tap sports on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed. Um, and then also make sure you're following along with us on social media at socks on tap and at on tap sports net. All right, Tony housekeeping's done. Let's get right into this game here. Uh, it was Lucas Giolito on the mound for our white Sox today. Um, like I said, the six, four loss is what this one ends up being here, but let's start from the top with Lucas Giolito and a little, a little bit of a rough start in terms of uh, the first couple of innings for Mr. Giolito dive in. Yeah, didn't really like what I saw, especially uh, elevated pitch count by the second inning. I think he finished with 49 pitches, um, gets touched up a little bit there. Johnny uh, was uninspired, uh, to say the least, by uh, my pick for this team's Cy Young of 2023. I know Sean's probably feeling that as well in the second inning. But, um, you know, we've seen Lucas do this before. Um gets into a ball game, sort of struggles through the first or second inning, and then sort of settles himself down. Uh, you know, all things considered, Johnny, I think he he winds up uh, way better off than what I thought was going to transpire today. How about you? Right, yeah, especially after you see that start. And even, I will say, in the first inning, too, some of those were just kind of slapped out there, right, some of the, some of those hits. So, um, you know, you can go and talk about the pitch count and go and talk about the uh, runs given up, and those need to be taken into account. However, overall, when you go and end up looking at the final line there, five hits, uh, excuse me, five innings, five hits, two earned runs, uh, one walk, um, six strikeouts there um I, I like those last two numbers there uh one walk six strikeouts that, that's an improvement on what especially what we saw last year with him so um overall at the end of the day when you look at it in totality I, i'm not too uh, upset with lucas giolito start but once again we're all about hashtag set the tone on the show tony so maybe if you set the tone a little bit uh earlier um better then things transpire a little bit differently later on in the game not saying that's his fault for later on but that's just the way the game got off to a start here yeah, and and give him some credit here, um, and I will as well. I think that uh, he battled today. Um, you're going to have starts where you don't have your best stuff, and I don't think he had his best stuff by any stretch of the imagination, but still was able to get through it. And you know, during his time, this game never got out of hand. So I think that's what's most important. 
Yep, uh, most definitely. So uh, Astros race out to that uh, 2 nothing lead there. Um, and then the White Sox were able to answer back uh, Yohan Moncada with a little shot over the Crawford boxes, Tony. And I know we've got some things that are going to be, you know, kind of uh, nitpicking points here coming up. But, hey, I wasn't expecting that 0-2 count goes the opposite way and takes advantage of that absolute Mickey Mouse ballpark. Me and Steve ripped it a little bit last night uh, for certain aspects. But, hey, this one playing into our favor. So I'm glad we were the first ones to be able to cash in on that this year. I know Sebby's Zavala did later. We'll talk about that in a second. But, man, uh, it was good to see Yo uh, go up away, um, especially to kind of uh, change momentum of this game early on. Yeah, Johnny, I mean, he's absolutely locked in at the plate right now. Um, and I think that the World Baseball Classic sort of, uh, you know, helped him along the way playing in a little bit more high-intensity games in spring training. I uh, like what I see so far from Yoan. That thing looked effortless to me, Johnny. Um right. Just absolutely effortless power. I know it's, uh, you know, could be considered the Mickey Mouse ballpark, but it doesn't matter as long as it gets over the fence. Uh, the runs still count. So I, I liked seeing that. I think that uh, that's that's sort of setting the tone early on, Johnny. If, if you're going to look at an offensive player who did something to, uh, you know, get the White Sox on the board and it looked surprising. He looked surprised. I think we were all surprised that that ball made it over right. the fence. But, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it every day. So I, I, I want to say I deserve just a tiny smidgen of credit for that one, Tony, for Yohan Makata hitting that ball out because in my plans today, I was going out meeting up with just a couple of friends at the local bar right by my house, um, and I had gotten off to just a little bit of a late start. So I didn't set the tone that well either at the beginning of the game. Um, however, I was tuned in on the radio with Len um, as I was kind of running my last errands before I finally got there. And when I got there, that was one of the first plays I see. I get to the bar, go up, order a bush light, crack it open, and Yohan Makata smacks that ball out to left field. So need a little, just a little, a little bit of credit there. there. Are you saying that uh, you ordering that beer and cracking it open may have led to the home run, Johnny? Does that? I mean, I think correlation equals causation. We we've all known that that's a long-standing you know um, rule. So yeah, good on you. Good on you. All right, so uh, let's move on to the next one here. And then we got Sebi Zavala. Hey, uh, Sebi getting his first start of the year. Obviously, he has uh, caught the first two games, uh, but Sebi drawn into the lineup in nine hole, and uh, he this one was no doubter. Um, He he got one a little bit up in the zone, but he. unloaded on it pull shot over those Crawford boxes uh with no doubter uh, on that one and um that gave the White Sox a lead at the time Tony I was feeling good after that going up three two I was feeling fantastic here um and I know we uh, had a loss yesterday but I, I like the way that the White Sox have stayed in these ball games and continued to battle um, for all intents and purposes we haven't gotten blown out by Houston in, in any of these games when Sebi Zavala goes yard for you in the nine hole, uh, that means your offense is is doing spectacularly um, for for that uh, from that moment on in the game. I thought that we were going to walk out of here and probably be talking about a White Sox victory. Um, that was just such a huge uh, momentum builder, Johnny. We talk about momentum a lot over on Four Feathers. I felt like we had all of the momentum after Sebi Zavala just absolutely fucking cranked that ball. Yeah, uh, he absolutely did. So that, that was a pretty sight to see. Um, I like to see the White Sox just hitting the long ball, too. We, we always talk about ball go far, team go far, all the adages, what the, um, you know, out homer your opponent, you, most of the time you win. Unfortunately, not the case. Uh, what ended up happening today, but it's a positive trend. And it's also one that we had talked about in terms of this team bouncing back this year. Obviously, a lot of individual players need to, but just as a whole. 
we need more power. We needed it. We, we needed more thunder um, as, as opposed to last year uh, when everybody's totals were basically below 20. But if you're starting this early, uh, start, starting to hit some home runs like this, I feel like these can start uh, to pile up and we'll start to see some more thunder over the course of the year. So that is at least is a positive takeaway uh, for me going forward here. Um, unfortunately, uh, Tony, that would not be, you know, we, we talked about staying competitive and, you know, bouncing back and, uh, you know, kind of punching back against the Astros here. They, we allowed them to get one, land one back on us in the fourth inning. And, and this wasn't the make or break, wasn't the end all be all, wasn't say the turning point of the game, I would say. Um, but it just demoralized me a little bit. I don't know how you felt when the Astros were able to respond uh, with Jeremy Pena's RBI double in the fourth. You know, I wasn't too concerned about it at the time. I, I thought that, uh, you know, the Sox were still going to be able to continue to do what they've done this series, which is get runs across uh, the plate. And, you know, I think in the end, obviously, this this one does sort of hurt you. I think you were a little bit more spot on, didn't really feel um, too worried at that at that juncture, Johnny, if I'm being honest with you, but maybe I should have been. And just a little tiny sink in the stomach. I think that's that's what it was for me, Tony. Um, so as we progress in the game, um, we, we would get to uh, Lucas Giolito finishing, like I said, five innings. And then uh, you go to Jimmy Lambert um, after that uh, in, in the bullpen for the White Sox. Um, he's able to uh, pitch you know, uh, two-thirds um, scoreless of his. And then Joe Kelly uh, comes in after that. And uh, the Astros would start adding on um, in the seventh inning. And this is where things kind of um, spiral out of control. And if you want to talk about turning points, stuff like that, this is where it's at um, right here. And it's just, I guess I just have to ask, I, I quote tweeted our episode that we just put out with this. What exactly do relief pitchers do? I just want to know, did these guys know that they're supposed to come in and get outs? Are we going to chalk it up to oh, put in the wrong situation? Because I know that was a big excuse in past. I'm sorry, you get paid, do a job like that. Come in and fucking get it done. It, it I'm, I know I'm putting it very black and white here, but this is just my raw reaction to it. I mean, I'm sitting here wondering the same thing, man. Uh, there is not a guy in this bullpen right now that I really feel comfortable handing the ball with a lead. I don't know about you, but as of this moment, April 1st, there is not a guy in the White Sox bullpen that I really want to go to. You've seen Graveman get touched up. You've seen Aaron Bummer so far. Uh, those are both high leverage guys. Joe Kelly, he's been all right, but I, I think that there's enough Joe Kelly from last year to sort of leave that sort of taste in your mouth of the I'm not really trusting of this guy. You look at Jose Ruiz, Santos. Um, not exactly the best options out there. Uh, Jack Dickman, enough said, Jack Dickman. uh, just it's, it's going to continue to bite you, but I, what do relievers do? I'm not quite sure. Yeah. It, it's a fair, it, it's an honest question, right? I think that's, uh, that's where I stand. Um, on the matter with that. And you talked about those cast of characters. Those were the rest that came in um, after Lambert. It was Kelly Ruiz and then Santos um, in this one. And I will say with Joe Kelly, the beginning of his outing, okay. And I will say that I did like the 
the um, control much better. Uh, last year was an absolute disaster with walks, with hit batsmen, with um, just not being able to effectively command anything. Um, it was better at the start, but he did leave, right, with, with, with two runners on base. So putting your next guy in a tough position. We had talked about, me and Steve talked about that last night with putting your next guy in a tough position. Well, that's what happened last night. And then it happened, you know, Jake Diekman, um, excuse me, Jack Dickman g- gives up the, the big shot, the, the big kind of uh, rip your heart open uh, moment um, after that. But it was Kendall Graveman's runners, right, the, that he was allowing to score there. So um, it, it's tough to, to see this, and it feels like an early trend. I know we're only three games in. Small sample size. It is what it is. But I just get the feeling that you're not going to be able to trust a whole lot of these guys because I go back to that list too. And, and I was just out with the friends that I was talking about uh, earlier when I met up with them and we went through after and we're like, who do you trust? And Renault Lopez, I think I'd put up there. Um, it's the one name I haven't mentioned when I went through that's, <laughs> this that's entire. But... And then after that, you, you're not feeling too great about any of those. You kind of know what you have in Jose Ruiz already. I think we've known that for a couple of years now. Um, and then for Joe Kelly, it's still a lot of prove it. There's still a lot of trust to be earned back there on his part. And um, as for the other ones, you know, you saw the, the Kendall Graveman uh, not being able to lock down the bottom of the order um, in last night's game too. So it's tough. It's tough to do that. And I, you know, maybe it's overreaction time here at Sox on Tap. But I think I'm a boo every I, I'm a boo every reliever um, at home games that's not named Reynaldo Lopez or any mention of Liam Hendricks. I know he's side not with the team right now, but until the performance improves, I think that's the necessary treatment. It, you know, yesterday was a wasted Lance Lynn day. I don't know if I want to consider this a wasted Lucas Giolito day. Oh, all things considered, like we said, fairly well, but. Blowing leads like this is not exactly the trend that you want to see setting in early. Yes, this is the Houston Astros. Yes, it's the first series of the year. So might be slight overreaction. I don't like the trajectory that this is going on at the moment, at least early, because we talk about some of the same things, Johnny. Look at us last year towards the end of the season. You can't win the division in April or May you can certainly lose it. So don't want to see that trend continue. I think if you come out of this series one and three with both of those games that were sandwiched in the middle here, say we get blown out tomorrow, these two games are going to hurt. I thought today was a very winnable ball game. I thought yesterday was a very winnable ball game for the White Sox. I don't like losing winnable ball games. And I feel like we've just done that now twice in a row when this team has proven it could beat the Houston Astros. They did it on opening day. So there's a little bit of a leash that I'm going to give. I don't know about you, but th- these two ones sort of hurt because this team could easily be three and zero at the, at at this point right now. I agree. Whole- and Astros, and I'm agree- saying something. I I agree wholeheartedly, and I just want to point out this is the Rick Dalton moment where you point point at the screen right once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, we, we tried to do a good job of incorporating our episode titles in here. Tony, thanks for doing that. White Sox drop another winnable game. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. He said it. He said the thing. Okay. Um, that's what this episode here, uh, season five, episode three of Socks on Tap was all about. Final thoughts on this game. Let's wrap it up, get to the finale preview, um, and uh, get the hell out of here. Final thoughts on this ball game, Johnny. I, I, I really liked a few things. Really liked a few things. I think if I had to give a couple of, of shout outs here, I like Eloy's plate approach that he's been bringing 
each and every time he's coming up there, working deeper and counts. Same thing with Tim Anderson. I think both of those guys, the plate approach that we saw, it seems a little bit matured, at least early on. This, again, could be very small sample size. I thought Tim Anderson was going to walk again in, in consecutive games and uh, in one of those at-bats there that he, he brought it to a full count. You saw Eloy working deep in counts. That's something that we haven't had, um, you know, too much experience with as White Sox fans outside of watching Yohan Moncada and Yasmani Grandal. So I like those approaches. I think they're going to, uh, you know, bode well for the White Sox in the future. I like seeing it against playoff teams like the Houston Astros. Andrew Benintendi, I know yesterday, bad route today, made a couple of good plays out there in left field uh, on some caroms off the wall. Uh, I'm impressed with that. And I'm going to go back to Sebi Zavala in the home run. I, I think that when you've got guys that are backup reserve players, backup catchers, guys like that showing some power, um, you know, that's fun for the team. It's engaging. I think that they just really need to clean up this bullpen mess that they've got going on right now. Um, and we can debate all day and maybe we'll save it for tomorrow. In fact, we should uh, some early reactions on Pedro Grafol, but all intents and purposes, this was a winnable ball game. Once again, like I, I just said, um, they're doing some of the things that it will take to win ball games. So, um, you know, final wrap up thought here. There's not much I would change outside of the bullpen uh, from today's today's ball game. Right, I'd like some more uh, clutch, you know, uh, come through in the clutch. Be opportunistic, my, one of my favorite words, Tony. Um, left 10 on base. I know the Astros did leave 11, but they also did enough uh, to get their guys in um, when they had a mid-scoring position, obviously, evidenced by the final score of 6-4. to four. Other than that, I'll go very micro on this. Um, I know I'd been a little bit critical of him on our season prediction show. Oscar Colas, I was impressed with this at-bat in the ninth inning. Um, I told, I was just talking to my friends at the bar I was watching the game with, and I'd said, don't try to overdo it. Don't be a hero. You don't need to be the, the get the home run and tie this game up. And, you know, at this point, keep the line moving, do what you need to do. And he did just that rope ball on the ground, back up the middle, did enough, kept the ball rolling. Eloy Jimenez eventually able to come up um, and uh, get a um, RBI single to, to add one for the White Sox there. But um, in Colossus last at bat, I will say that that was a nice, you know, just stroke of hitting um, that I did like from that. So I'll be watching him closely. And once again, I think everybody should lift the, the not lift, but, you know, ease the expectations and just let them ease into this whole Major League Baseball thing because it's quite a whirlwind. So um, now I'll leave it at that for this one. White Sox drop at six to four. We'll be back uh, for the um, series finale on Sunday, which will feature Mike Clevenger uh, for the White Sox uh, first uh, outing for him. And then on the other side, Luis Garcia uh, battle of righties once again here. So um, the White Sox be able to get to a right-handed pitcher here, Tony. <laughs> It'll be interesting, Johnny. Uh, I, I'm, you know, they're, they're a very good team at mashing the lefty. They have been for a while. I know that that was sort of not the case at certain points last year, but it'll be interesting to see what kind of lineup Pedro Grifo runs out there. Um, we've seen the very left-handed uh, stacked lineup already once. Do we go back to that? What what What's the lineup going to look like tomorrow? I can't make any real predictions here, but I can throw out a pick to click for you. Right. Let's do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Andrew Benintendi. Okay, Andrew Benintendi. I like that pick. Um, I'm wondering if your guy Gavin Sheets is gonna be in the lineup because that would be one um, that I would potentially think about picking. Um, if you're going only guy uh, without a hit on this on this roster right now, right? Yeah. Sure. Um, 
interesting. I, don't, I know we didn't have a, a great outing um, on Friday night uh, when he did get his first start of the year. So um, as for me on pick the click front, um, I, I, yeah, no, I haven't picked him yet. So I'm going to go with the guy at the top TA um, set the tone. Um, I think that's a safe one. Uh, to assume he'll be back in there. So um, we'll be interesting though, you know, cause we, we had always joked about what the white Sox Sunday lineup and how that was always kind of a throwaway in years past and all of that. I don't think that should be the case this early on, but you do also, you know, n- no day off here before some travel uh, and going back home. So um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see exactly um, what happens. It'll be interesting. We're all still evaluating here, but um, until then, we'll just continue the sarcastic fire Griffol every time they lose, right? Hey, you know, as as long as it eventually starts to get uh, under Steve's skin, I think that's all we can continue to do here, Johnny. Um, yeah, I mean, just put another one down for for NWI Steve and his predictions. That's yeah. sort of my final thought. You know? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm with you, man. So, all right, we'll be back here at Socks on Tap Sunday Funday um, for a little bit more extended show to flesh out some of the topics, um, and most uh, definitely talking about lineup construction, what we saw, um, overall observations from this first uh, weekend of play, um, previewing the opening series, uh, finally back at home on the south side, looking forward to uh, being out there uh, for the home opener. Monday we'll be out in Lot B, so uh, be on the lookout on tap sports net black flag out there. Um, come and join us, uh, have a beer and, uh, it'll be a good time. But for that, once again, one more game down in Houston on Sunday for the series finale, Tony, that's all I've got until next time. White Sox forever. White Sox forever. <laughs>